What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and fucking Wizzle bringing you another episode, and it's been fucking forever. Feels like a whole year. I don't know. It's been about, well, I think, middle of last September, I do believe. So, it's been about a half a year almost. We'll say that. So, um,. Not a lot has really changed. Um, well, I guess a lot has really changed. When, when it all, when you break it all down, um, I ended up getting fired from my job that I was working at a gas station, uh, Thornton's to be exact. And ever since I lost that job in October I've been struggling to pay rent almost became homeless um it was crazy because I got a job working at Jimmy John's as a delivery guy but I only had a bicycle and uh they only wanted to give me so many hours and they were on bullshit you know like they didn't want to give me all the good tips, but they were giving particular people all the good tips, and and uh, so I just knew that I had to do something else after riding. You know, there's something about riding your bicycle in the rain and and getting told that you're going to make nine dollars an hour, um, and and then you know you get paid no tip or two dollar tip when the other people that are in their cars they get to sit in a nice warm car heated seats heated steering wheel probably no rain hitting them in the face no wind blowing 30 miles an hour and they get like a ten dollar tip off of one order so uh, there was some political favoritism that was going on and uh but looking back at it, like if I had that job and I worked the job that I have now, I'd be making six to eight hundred dollars more than what I'm making now. But would it be worth um, being treated like I'm a slave, you know, being worked to death for nothing? And I don't know. It's just not really, it wasn't really worth it in the long run. Now, of course. $600 or $800 to to uh, either blow on what you want or to invest in how you want. And it's very enticing. It's very... It sounds good. But yeah, it's just... I know in the long run it's just not worth it. And I don't like how how they take advantage of you. So... I got another job working at another gas station. I'm not going to name which one. Um, but I enjoy it. I uh, Some days I make food and some days I uh, run the registers like I have for the past couple days. And, uh, you know, like, I'm making the money that I need to pay my rent. And I'm making money to uh, live a better life, you know, buy my necessities that I need, my groceries, maybe splurge and buy a video game or two, you know, like, and still have some money to save. And uh, that's that's kind of like, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, see how much I can get away with, see how, how I can get away with spending the least amount of money but still living a good life. And eventually, come early next year, uh, I know I've been saying this for a while, all the people that listen to my podcast before, uh, but early next year, I'm going to end up having enough money saved to buy a van, get my license back, you know, take the driving test, all that good stuff. And I was just thinking last night, I was like, you know what, 
If I had the money right now, I would move out of my apartment in a heartbeat. You know, I'm, I'm going through these legal problems with... My roof is caving in in certain in a certain place, not really... It's not really like where I sleep or anything, or, but it's still a major concern structurally. It's an old brick apartment, and it was an old like business or like a barber shop or something that was turned into apartments. Um, so it's old as fuck. It's structurally just not sound. There's paint coming off the walls. Um, water damage, you know, of course, in certain places. And the landlord wants to basically ignore it. He hasn't done anything in the past 30 days. But I got an email, which I told him I don't have a phone or anything in the past, recently. And I want to get on my emails when I finally, because now I finally have a phone... And he sneakily... This is the crazy part. He, he sneakily... Uh, sent me an email that said... Uh, that, that basically come... Uh, come the first, which is in a couple days... That there's going to be a new lease... That is going to be eight hundred a month instead of six fifty. That's the first thing, and it's going to be a periodical tenancy. Now, by definition, a periodical tenancy can mean anything. It can mean a week weekly basis. It can mean a monthly basis, or it can mean a yearly basis. Those are all periodical tendencies. So, you know, like, he needs to specify in writing on which one of those that it is, first of all. Um, and second of all, he needs to fix the roof before I go signing any agreement that uh, legally binds me to a contract. That's just stupid. I don't know any, you know, maybe he just thought I was dumb, but I don't know anybody that's stupid enough to sign a lease when your fucking ceiling's caving in, you know. Because when you sign that lease, you basically say that when you moved in, everything was in good condition, you know, you know everything. When you sign that lease on the dotted line, you basically say, oh, everything's in great working order. You waive your right to, for anything, you know. So when they go to court and you say, oh, well, the ceiling's been caving in, they'll say, well, he knew that whenever he signed the paperwork, you know. He knew that ahead of time and he still signed the paperwork, so that's what they're going to try to pull. Anywho. There will be landlords or property managers that will tell you, well, if you don't sign this lease, then we're just going to terminate your residency or your tenancy. And that's fine. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and get an eviction order or whatever then. Because, first of all, if they try and give you a five-day notice, that doesn't really hold any water. They still have to go up to the courthouse, file an eviction order, even if you get a five-day notice. The five-day notice is just to basically scare you. So, <clears throat> it's not official. It's not signed by a judge. So, they still got to go and wait. could be 30 days. It could be um, 120 days. You know. But, there still has to be an eviction hearing. And whenever you go to the hearing... With all of the evidence that shows the roof's fucking caving in. <laughs> you know, and no judge in their right mind is going to say, 
you know, that I should have signed. And, you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy. The judge is going to look at them and he is going to throw a fucking book at their face. And I'm going to put in a counter judgment. You know, if we go to court, I'm hoping it doesn't go that far. Now, I basically am going to tell them that I'll pay the 800 a month, which I think is fucking crazy. Starting next month on the 1st, you can't get, you can't make me pay it fucking, you can't send me an email and then two or three days later expect to raise the rent. So, you gotta give me 30 days notice if you're gonna raise rent. Um, but you can't, uh, I'm not obligated to sign any lease, so you can't evict me for not signing a lease. Uh, there's, there's many, many things that you can't do. First of all, I mean, technically, I've done them a favor because if I was to do it by the book, in writing, and, and send it to them certified mail, and give them 14 days to repair it, or else I'm going to start withholding rent, then I call the city inspector out here, and the city inspector sees what the fuck's going on, he's going to probably say that this place is just not structurally sound anymore you know the roof's fucking caving in the fucking brickwork is crumbling in certain spots you know it's yeah there's bats and shit which is by city code definition makes it uninhabitable so if you want to go that route if you want to play that game then you know I don't want to I don't want to have to go to court and deal with that shit, like I said, I'm probably only going to be here another year, you know, like, I'm not planning on staying here three more years, I'm definitely only going to be here probably another year, so, but anywho, I got to thinking last night, you know, about, could you live in a van with it being wintertime, with no heat, with no propane heater, with no, no my little buddy heaters, <laughs> um, no electric heaters, no, and then I got to thinking about it, because I got to thinking about doing some winter camping, and I got to looking at winter tents, and then I went down the rabbit hole, and I started looking at fucking camping cots that keep you up off the ground some good solid sturdy ones that are pretty light to carry you know and then I started looking at sleeping bags and fucking I was like I could definitely put a cot with a sleeping bag in the back of one of these vans and definitely stay warm you know a 10 degree sleeping bag inside of a van it's a lot better than sleeping on the ground. So, which I've done that. I've slept on the ground before with a sleeping bag, and it's fucking terrible. You know, I had a I had a trash bag one time that I laid down on the ground thinking, oh, this is going to be great. Well, it was winter time, and I didn't realize how cold the ground was, and when you lay down on the ground with a sleeping bag outside, there is no insulation between you and the ground. All that fluff or the filling that's in those fucking sleeping bags just becomes non-existent because you're laying on it. You know, like flattening it out. Anywho... If you're up off the ground and you're inside of a van, even if it's 20 degrees outside it hasn't really gotten below that too many nights here during the winter it's usually been about 20, 30 it hasn't gotten down to really like 0 or 10 yet 
And, um, anywho, I could definitely, with one of those Coleman 10 degree sleeping bags, you know, and like I said, before you go to bed, turn on, you could turn on a space heater or you turn on the van's heat and let it run for an hour. Um, but anywho, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump. I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna start living van life, and it's I'm gonna be homeless again, basically. I mean, <laughs> I don't like calling it that, because I'm gonna have somewhere to sleep. But um, by definition, I will be considered homeless. I'm going to move all my shit out of my apartment and put it in a storage unit. Which hopefully won't be much. And whatever I don't need, I'm going to sell on fucking Facebook Marketplace. And, um... Slowly, over time... Well, I wouldn't say slowly, because it's going to be pretty quick. But, over time, every month that I save from not paying rent... 800, 800, 800, 800, 800, 800. All that money is going to go in my savings. And I'm going to have... Fuck. I couldn't even tell you. Hold on. If I do it a certain way... I'm going to save over $9,600 in a year so just by moving into a van and not paying this asshole anything I'm gonna save nine and a half fucking grand if I continue to keep doing this lifestyle and living in an apartment and renting it just doesn't make sense to me to keep letting people rob me for nine and a half grand you know, five years from now, 20 years from now, 100 years from now. This isn't going to be my property. This is someone else's property. So why am I paying someone nine and a half grand? And they can't even come fix the roof. <laughs> when I could just, you know, live in a van, which is mine, and I can make it as comfortable as I want, you know, as convenient as I want, I can sell it and find something bigger, you can't do that with an apartment, you can't, oh, I want to change the shower head, or I want to put a new toilet in, or, you can't do that, if it was up to me, and this was my property, I just, have somebody out here to already fix the roof, you know, like fucking five years ago. So, I don't understand what it is with these people that own property, that they just can't be responsible, but, you know, things only last you so long when you don't take care of them. So, you want to you want to procrastinate and let the roof leak and you know like I said the structure is already deteriorating and you want more erosion with more water it makes no sense anywho anywho it's not my property so I don't give a fuck that's what I got to keep telling myself. And, um, so anyways, I started looking at products to, to trick out a rig. What am I going to have in it whenever I finally build it? How am I going to keep warm? And, uh, how am I going to be entertained and shit like that, you know? Well, I got to thinking. I really got to thinking that... Not only can I have one of those 10 degree sleeping bags, 
but I can get a Jackery battery for like 200 and 250 bucks, something like that. And I can run a little electric blanket on it with a 10-hour timer or whatever and put that inside my sleeping bag and be warm as fuck. So I'd even get a big enough sleeping bag to where I can put my battery in there with me if I have to. Because <laughs> you can't run... You can't run a battery or store a battery or charge a battery in the cold. It just doesn't it doesn't work well. But if you have like some reptile heating pads or something that you can put underneath of it and plug it in, it could keep itself warm. You know, it's got 100% charge and you put plug a USB heated pad under it. Yeah, it'll keep itself warm, certain temperature. And a lot of those reptile heating pads have like a thermostat. So you set it for like 72, 75. Put it inside a little box. Some air holes. Um, I wouldn't put too many air holes because then it won't hold the heat in. But I'd put some air holes in the top. And... Yeah, it'll keep your battery box all nice and warm and toasty while the inside of your van cabin is fucking negative 10 degrees because you've been at work for eight hours. <laughs> so you got to think ahead about these things. You really got to... I've been thinking for at least a couple years. You know, you've really got to evaluate, you know, possible scenarios and... And what are you going to do to get around that? There's some people that are like, what are you going to do for a shower? They're like, they just don't believe that you can make it. You know, like I'm going to go to a gym and take a shower. Or, you know, truck stops have showers. Or I can get on Amazon and buy a bucket with a fucking cordless, they have like rechargeable shower heads that you could just put in the fucking bucket and shower yourself with, you know, pull out into the woods and put a magnetic shower curtain on your back doors and bam. It's perfect. <laughs> These people, they just, I don't know. So then over the course of 10 years, 20 years, I saved $90,000 or more. That's enough to buy a house in the next 10 years if I wanted to. It would be the first house that I would have bought. And it makes and it would be paid full. It would be paid in full. So all I would need is pay my utilities. You know, um, pay my taxes. And, uh, you know, eventually I'm going to get tired of traveling around in the van. Like I said, for 10 years or 20 years. I'm eventually going to want to settle down. Maybe take a little, maybe a break in between, you know. And, uh, I gotta have somewhere to call home. So, I already thought about a piece of property that I've, I've wanted. I'm not going to talk too much about it for legality issues. Um, but they've also got cheap land anywhere in America. And you can definitely go to Arizona and get a couple acres for five grand. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and some people are like, well, it's hot. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's fucking hot anywhere in the summer. But the higher you go up in the mountains, and yes, they do have mountains in Arizona. And a lot of people think it's just a desert, but 
The higher up you go, it's fucking not 114. It's only like 75 or 80. So, um, do they have land for sale that's up in the mountains for cheap? No, probably not. But that's okay, because all you got to do is... You can have your, your, your house down where it's low. And then you can just go up to the mountains and visit whenever it's hot as fuck. And then in the wintertime, you come back down out of the mountains. You go back to your house. You alternate. Six months you live up on the mountain, six months you live down in your home. It's not that fucking hard. It's pretty simple. You know, people act like, you know... It's just impossible to live in Arizona. It's so fucking hot. It's what everybody thinks. There's people that I know, they live in Arizona and they go up to Washington for the summertime and they come back down. You know. Or there's a lot of people that go to Quartzsite, Arizona. It gets hot as fuck in the summertime. They go up northwest. Oregon. Or they go and live in New York or wherever. And then, guess what? When wintertime comes and it's cold as fuck in New York and it's cold as fuck, then they go back down to fucking Nevada or Utah or... But anywho, it's just... If I had the money right now to buy a van, just put the basic amenities in it and put all my shit in storage... I would be out of this place like a... Man, I couldn't even tell you. Like next week. I would be out of here soon. I'd probably wait like... Probably a couple weeks or so, you know. I'm gonna have rent paid, so... (sighs) Might as well enjoy it while I can. With showers and everything. That's another thing I need to have is a gym membership somewhere before I even think about making that leap. Because there would be nothing worse than actually making that leap and then for some reason you can't get a gym membership anywhere. <laughs> It'd be fucking terrible. I don't I don't know why you wouldn't be able to get a gym membership. I don't know the reasoning. But let's just say it's a possibility. And that would be terrible. You would have literally nowhere to shower. (laughs) You'd be showering with your buddies. Or over at your mom's. (laughs) It's crazy. You know, I thought about that sometimes. Like, do these gyms have showers that are just open? I've never fucking... It's crazy. Like, I'm not 600 pounds. I'm not fat, fat. I don't know. I probably weigh like 180, 200. But, um... I've never seen a fucking shower in a gym. Except for a YMCA whenever I was a kid. And they were all open showers. So... It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like, I looking back at it, that's like some child molester shit. You know, I can remember being a kid and going into that shower room, and there's just dudes that are fucking 40, 60 years old with their dicks hanging out, like fucking taking a shower. And you come, you gotta walk through there in order to get to the pool. And it's like, I remember being six, eight years old, walking around fucking 40-year-old dude's dicks hanging out. And I'm like, this is just weird. It's just not right, you know? I don't know how else to explain it. (laughs) Looking at old guys' dicks, it's just not right. And people acted like it was normal back then. I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. It's just the Young Men's Christian Association. You know? That's the even crazier part. It's like, dude. (laughs) Uh, I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. 
Anywho, I tried to make another podcast the other night, a couple nights ago. Um, it didn't go too well. I got, I forgot that for some reason, oh, wow, I just heard a cop go down a block or two over doing like 100 miles an hour. Anyways, it got to the point, and I forgot that this happens, but it gets to the 55 minute mark. And then for some reason, uh, it just, phone starts going crazy and acting up and it won't let you post it. And it just acts like, your system just acts like you never even recorded it. You know, so you basically just wasted a whole hour for nothing. Which really irritates me when I spend a whole hour talking about shit, good topics, you know. <laughs> so I'm remembering this time tonight. I'm only at about 30 minutes right now. Um, but eventually, looking into the future, and maybe, maybe whenever I start living out of my van, you know, I need to start a YouTube channel. Um, I've always wanted to have uh, a YouTube channel even before. All these stupid young kids started doing it. Uh, just because I wanted to document everything along the way. And I have a feeling that if I tried to capture everything on a video camera, that the footage would become lost eventually. But if you upload it to somewhere like YouTube, then it's pretty much saved in there forever. Which is smart for somebody that's on the move, you know. You don't need to have 20 fucking hard drives with pictures and videos when you could just put it on a laptop and put it on YouTube. So, anywho, and it would also give me a chance to not only document it, but have people watch me along the way uh, with my journey from day one. You know, how does it feel to live in a van in the cold with no heat? Is it manageable? You know, so many people have so many different questions. And I think it would be cool to look back on 10 years from now and say, man, that was a good day. That first day where I left my apartment was such... You know, and I already know that's how it's going to go. So, once I can get away from that, and get away from the stress, the worry about always being homeless. Because that's the thing, when you live in a van, you're never really homeless. You've always got somewhere to go back to, to go to sleep, some somewhere to eat food. Chill out and play video games. Feel comfortable, secure. But you don't really have that when you're renting. You don't feel secure. You don't feel safe. I know I don't. And you're sacrificing your safety by staying here because they won't fix the roof and other structural problems just be just to save money or just to you know but if you lived in a van you wouldn't have to worry about that I don't know people say oh it's more dangerous to live in a van because a car could hit you and while you're sleeping inside of it whatever that's a big crock the chances of that happening is like me hitting the fucking lottery you don't park it. You don't park on the busiest fucking street in New York. You know. You pull off on a side street in a little subdivision or in a church parking lot for the night or Walmart for crying out loud. Jeez. Find some national land where the camping is free. 
I know there's certain places where, oh, it's a state park, it closes at 10. You can actually go to jail for that shit. But if you're living on fucking federal land or an actual place where you can camp or somewhere where you're away from Karens that are in your neighborhood, I mean, you won't have to worry about shit. And it makes it a lot better for people like me that don't want to deal with these stupid fucking gangbanger teens, you know, shooting each other and shit. You don't have to deal with that whenever you're 20 miles away from all them fuckers. That's the thing. You live out in the middle of fucking nowhere. You don't have to be around all these dumbass idiots that live in the city. And I mean that. I really mean that. You know, the way that people drive around here, the way that people act, the way that people treat people. It's like, uh, sometimes I think to myself, can we ever go back to the old days when none of that shit happened? Well, yeah, if you just move away from everybody. That's the only way, you know. Don't watch the fucking news. Don't don't deal with negative Karens and racist people and fucking uh, road rage people and shit. You don't have to deal with that when you live 20 miles away. So just remember, just keep that in mind. When shit hits the fan and the end of the fucking world's coming and everybody's robbing each other and killing each other and stealing food or weapons or all that's going to be going on in the city. Where it's, you know, the next block over, you know, not 20 miles away. There's not going to be people marching from here to Taylorville or from here to... It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Smoke a little bit of weed. And then... Here in a little bit, I'm going to get off this podcast, make me a couple hamburgers, and probably play Nintendo Switch. I've been really addicted to it lately. Um, since about, I think, eight months ago was when I started playing. And I've got such a collection already. Pretty, pretty good collection going. And there's so many more to buy. So many more games. Vintage games. Like Metal Slug. Um, which they've got like fucking ten of those. <laughs> then you got the Mega Man games. You got all the games that were on GameCube. Like fucking Super Mario Sunshine. Man, the list goes on and on and on and on. Mario versus Donkey Kong is going to be fucking epic. So I've gotten into blowing money on video games again. It's my guilty pleasure. Now, I haven't I haven't played video games in probably 8 years. Probably more than that. Probably 8 years or more. Um, but when I did, I had a PS3. And, uh, PlayStation 3 gave out, started overheating, and I eventually just, just, uh, pulled the hard drive out of it and threw the rest of it in the trash. <laughs> I wonder if I still got that hard drive somewhere. I know I put it somewhere. I might have it. You know, I'm wondering if I can maybe... Find another PS3 for cheap online and put that hard drive in it. You know, if it would still work. And if it did, I could have all my data and shit. Oh my gosh, that would be fucking awesome. I'm going to try to do that, to be honest. I'm going to try and see if I can find that. I think I have it in a box somewhere. Damn. 
I really hope and pray that I can find that. <laughs> Anywho. So not only have I been, like I said, blowing money on video games, and I want to buy new Joy-Cons for it, and another, uh, you know, the vintage controllers, like the Super Nintendo controller and the Sega controller and all that. For all the fighting games and stuff. <laughs> but I've also started collecting vinyl. Started collecting vinyl records and... Um, I was at Walmart and I looked over and seen that they had the Beastie Boys on vinyl. And I was like... Yeah, I'm gonna fucking buy that. So it was like $30 for the record. And like $45 for the record player. Got a little cheap Crossley record player, you know. But it's cool because I can also Bluetooth music from my phone to it. <laughs> and it's like the size of a small, a small, small suitcase. So I can take it like anywhere. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to start getting into collecting ACDC, you know, the Eagles, uh, so on and so forth. And, uh, I got a record store downtown, like, right down the street from where I live. Right down the fucking street. And I've never been in there. I guess they got an arcade in there. But, I'm sure they have records in there for cheap. On the down low. I'm talking about, like, $10 records. Shit, probably less than that. Who knows? But... I'm thinking about going in there and taking a browse, see what kind of old vintage vinyl we can find. And, uh, I need to get, like, a box to start keeping them in. An actual protective box to keep the dust off of them, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, all these things, whenever I move into my van, I'm gonna have to find a place put them so I'm going to incorporate of course a pull out drawer where I can put my vinyl records somewhere in the bed frame or somewhere in the counter uh, cabinets there's going to be a pull out record for vinyls and you know a Nintendo Switch can go in the little cabinet on the entertainment center on the wall that's in front of the bed you know that's a good thing about having a small little console like that is uh, I can get a small little 32 inch flat screen put it in there and it doesn't take up any space I can still put things in there you know so it's more tucked away. Instead of hanging a big 60-inch in there, you know, you'd have to have the wall space. And Anywho. Can't wait to get pictures of it whenever I finally do it so everybody knows what the fuck I've been actually thinking about for the past couple years. And, you know... I want it to feel real cozy, too. Thinking about doing some interior designing. <laughs> Might make it feel like an old New York apartment flat with the fake bricks on the wall, you know. The black accents. Dark granite countertops. <laughs> we'll see. Gold fixtures. We'll see how it, how it all plays out. We're definitely going to have a kegerator in that fucker somewhere. <laughs> We're definitely. There's one of those machines, what do they call it? Like, fill me up or something? Beam me up, Scotty? I don't know what the fuck they call it, but stick your cup on it and it fills it all the way up to the brim and stops. No fucking dealing with extra foam. Pours the right amount every time. I'm gonna get a fucking kegerator, I swear. 
There's going to be beer in that fucker. And I'm going to register it as a recreational vehicle. Because you can te you can technically have beer in an RV. I don't know if people knew that. I mean, if you put two and two together. But yeah, you can... You can put beer in an RV legally. It's not within an arm's reach, you know, that's the thing. Um, and if you register a van that's big enough, the fridge is all the way in the trunk, you know, you it's legal. You know, I'll tell you. I don't care what they say. It's no different than... Going to the store and buying a 12-pack from the, from the gas station and driving around with it in your back seat. People do that all the time. As long as you show that you paid for it, you haven't opened it, who gives a fuck if you bought it, you know, like... People just think... I've heard people that I've... I've heard arguments where people are like, no, you can't. You cannot have a thing of Bud Light in an RV. You will get put in jail. And I'm like, no, you will not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to test this theory one day. It's like, hey, give me a breathalyzer. I ain't going to blow. I'm not going to blow it. You know, I'm going to blow a zero, zero, zero. So. Hmm. I didn't blow the first time because I was like, fuck you guys. You guys don't have the right to make me blow, you know? But now, if I don't blow, I think the second time you lose your license for like three years. And the third time is five years. And then after that, you just, you get it revoked. So, yeah, they don't play around with not blowing. They're like, you blowing this little tube right here. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not doing nothing. Huh. And it's crazy how some of these... Some of these police departments that get blood draws on people and shit. That is the most unconstitutional thing. I don't care what you say. I don't care who you are, what you say. Fuck that. It's, and fuck you if you think that that's in any way acceptable. To drag someone in somewhere against their will and draw blood off of them, that's fucking crazy. There are certain people out there, like Karens, that'll say, oh, well, if they're drunk, then still. It just doesn't give them the right to do that. <clears throat> people have the right to be... People have the right to feel secure in their, in their house, in their car... Walking down the sidewalk, you know, they should feel secure in all those places by the Constitution, you know. So when when police go against that, they violate your rights. So the right to freedom of movement and the right to so on and so forth. Anywho, I'm so pissed off about my landlord raising my rent, because that's $150 that comes out of my pocket, and $150 that comes out of my pocket comes out of my mouth, is the way that I see it. That's $150 less in groceries, you know, or whatever. Which isn't okay, in my opinion. It's just not... It's not right that they could be able to do that. It's not like this place has gone up in value. It's fucking crumbling. So... It's just stupid, you know. They're gonna... Of course, everybody always says, Oh, it's because of inflation. Inflation. Bullshit, motherfuckers. There ain't no way in the past... You know... Two months ago, I was just paying six fifty. So you're telling me in two months, or one month, it's it's jumped from 
it's it's risen in $150 in value? No. No. It's the biggest fucking crock. It's the biggest fucking scam. And landlords um, take advantage of people. They fucking getting money out of people, you know what I'm saying? And they're really doing it to people like me. Once they figure it out, they're like, oh, this guy, he don't have a lease. Let's just charge him whatever we want. Because if, if I signed a lease, if I had a year agreement and it said 650 then they'd have to stick to that until the lease expires. But since we don't have a lease signed on month to month, so technically all they got to do is give me 30 days, and they can say, oh, well, we're going to raise it to 1200 instead of 650 There's no limit on what they can charge for rent, which makes no sense. No, if there was like something where, oh, you need to raise rent 50 bucks because, you know, electric is getting higher or, you know, but just for shits and giggles, it just makes zero sense. So, and what's going to happen is, like I said, I'm going to stay here for not another year and I'm going to save and I'm going to just dip out on them and then they're going to be sitting there salty because they're going to have to fucking rip this place down and rebuild it before they can rent it out to anyone else because nobody else is going to rent this place for 800 a month when it looks like this I wouldn't even rent it out for 650 if I was somebody you know the only reason why I'm doing it is because I have no other option so, anywho, getting to the end of this podcast, it was a good good first podcast, but still kind of getting the hang of things after so long. It feels like forever. <laughs> so, I don't know how often I'm going to be making these. I don't know if it's going to be weekly or two times a week or more, you know, I don't know. Just kind of getting a feel for it again. So, uh, keep you up to date with, of course, things that go on at my job or politics or current events that are going on locally or that are just fucking absurd. <laughs> until then, till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. See Jizzle and the Wizzle signing off for season three, episode one, season three. Deuces.